Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. This new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they Today love them. Today we are, we are, we are, oh, we're, we're, so fight, we're fight, we're fight, we're in a bank. We're in a bank, we're, we're in a, a bank, museum. We're in a museum. We're, we're underground in a veiny subway. Those are connected. You the, all know you that. You all Art know. and money are, they're, they're connected. They're the same connected at the hip. That We all know that. That's how they get the loopholes. That's buy a bunch of art there. That's, that's how they loophole That's you. how they get you. That's how they get the loopholes. If we sound a little bit conspiracy theory-esque or unhinged, it's because we're talking about Persona 5 again. Oh, yeah. Episode 2 of I don't know how many parts this is going to be. We're introducing a few new palaces, a few new characters, some new mechanics. It's a good time. It's some good music. Let's jump in. Let's do it. This is New Players Join. start done with full start well i said i tried to start the recording and i was like we got all set we mm-hmm. got all in position then i was like let's do this and then it's just like no sd card no like, sd right, card right, right. if people don't understand that's our san diego card yep. that's how we know how cool <laughs> we are if we're allowed to still longboard yep. around it's, the area it's how we get burritos with guacamole oh. already included i love san diego never been there but it's i love nice. anywhere that's not los angeles at the point at san, this moment san diego is nice it's an interesting city because there's just cliffs everywhere but yeah, man, nice. that, that gives us all some ideas, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it does. Cliffs, you can't see a cliff in 2020 without going, maybe. You know, for <laughs> such a interesting aspect of Earth, cliffs always feel like accountants or people I need to push around or... Are you, I'm not a bully, are but you, if there's a cliff around, oh boy. Are you talking about bullying geographical formations? Thinking about it. You're like, look at this fucking chasm over here. Geodes. <laughs> Geodes. I'll, I'll stuff your asses in a sack, throw <laughs> you around. I don't know. What do bullies do? I've never been a bully. Have I don't ever, know how to bully. Have you ever had your ass stuffed in a sack and yeah, thrown around? Yeah, you've never been kidnapped. In your uh, life. Very, very rarely. Yeah. And, and when I have, it's been 50-50. Like, oh, no, I guess I'm getting kidnapped. <laughs> like, I wanted to get out of there. Like, I was at a bad dinner party, and somebody was like, we're ransoming you. And I was uh, like, thank God, this conversation is dull. So weird. So graphic. <laughs> so horrifying. What's Keith, up? What's Keith, up? what are you playing? Oh, man, nothing. Nothing? I'm really playing anything. I'm trying to play Squadrons on my PC, but mm-hmm. I can't. I've already talked to some people about this. It's like, it's not Squadron's fault. It's my fault. Okay. It's everybody's fault. It's so, not It's not you. It's me. The game is fantastic looking. It plays great. Blobbity, blobbity, blobbity. It is impossible to use a mouse and play this game. I don't, yeah. if it's just me, somebody else, it's like you're supposed to, I don't know. Um, so it's impossible for me to play it on the PC and to the point where I can't even play the first level. Like, I can't even play. Jesus. Like, that's how like hard Like, the it, tutorial is, like, undoable. It's just, like, just follow this guy and then shoot him. And I'm like, this is hard. Right. So I don't know how it's going to be when there's, like, 20 of these things yeah. trying to shoot me at once. I'm trying to get away. But I know if I had a VR headset and everything set up, I'd be like, this is the coolest, funnest, best game in the world. So I might switch over to console. Mm-hmm. I don't know right now. I... I just remember playing because this is essentially what you really new like. age Tie Fighter X Wing games combined. Yeah, 
And when I played those games, I had a joystick on my computer. Mm-hmm. And that joystick was like the whole fucking They made thing. it even better and everything. It, it, everything was... It was so clearly made for that. Like, right. I remember the thing had two buttons, the one on the top for your thumb and the mm. trigger on the front for your index finger. And I remember learning that when you held down the thumb and you moved, you d- you basically locked your uh, your fighter into position and you could barrel roll. Right. And learning to be like, okay, lock, turn 180 degrees and then undo the lock and then, you know, yank up and then just take off in a new direction. It was like, oh, shit, there is so much interesting fun maneuverability right. with these mechanics and with a mouse what the f- it's i don't know it it's sense. just hard it's 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 not fun i don't enjoy it uh yeah. what's you'd be what you think is really cool is like the cockpits and everything are yeah. stupid Intre- like you they're can look around your- they're interesting well no like everything looks so good yeah like they did such a good job with space and everything when like you're the imperial and you're in front of your ship cuz it's the big window mm-hmm. uh essentially what you have so like the glass is breaking as your ship is like getting damaged yes. and things like that and you see the person's like hands going up and down and what's really cool is when you start the mission it's literally like all right check your engine check everything all right now switch engage and you like shoot out of the ship and everything like that That's and you start like messing cool. with your controls and you can customize everything yeah and, like, that sort of shit so it's all for it sucks because it's ea but it's forty dollars and it's supposed to be great. Yeah, um, so I, I know, we could probably play this together. I'm I'm excited to try it out. I haven't bought it yet. I have the screen up right now. I've been replaying the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. and it, it's funny on the second playthrough what is immediately good and what is immediately bad. Yeah. Because every time the whispers thing comes up, I'm like, this is terrible storytelling. All the characters work, like, all the graphics work. Like, do you think if you knew nothing about the original you played this, you'd feel like this is just weird and shoehorned in? And the Yeah, the Whispers thing just seems like... Well, because what I know now is... And I was willing the first time I played it to be like, I don't know where they're going with this, but I'm willing to go along mm. with it. And what I know now is that it's kind of a bullshit uh, Deus Ex Machina thing that makes no sense and has no place in it. And so now it just feels like this separate storyline that they don't do anything with. It feels like you introduce a character in the second act who's just pure chaos, and then it's like, wait a minute, this character wasn't connected to anything. We don't have any reason mm. for it being... It's all... It's just not very good storytelling. The rest of the game works. And it's, you know... We can say what we want about the fact that they didn't do the full thing and that they may never... But the rest of the game itself works. It's just this part of the story feels utterly useless. Yeah. But going back and playing and understanding more of the mechanics of the battle system now, mm-hmm. I fucking I'm having fun with the battle. Battle's system. fun, right? The battles I'm like flying through shit. I am tearing people apart, and it is so fun to be like feeling like I'm mastering how this game works. Mm-hmm. So that's super cool. I just wish the whisper thing was not gone in there for. Ever. But we're not talking about that game. Hey guys, welcome to the Player's Join Podcast. What episode is this? This is simply episode two. But what episode are we on? Is this episode 5,000? Have we given up on of, what the total episode is? Of our strictly, strictly video game episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is episode 151. Okay. Of our video. Not why strictly, we're here. This is approaching episode 270. All right. And if we count 
all the stuff for the uh, for the DLC it's stuff. Like three hundred something. We're like well into three hundred. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, so the second episode of Persona Five. I'm not playing that song. What song are you playing now? I'm playing the fight song. Okay, well I'm gonna combat it. No, I hate. No, stop. I hate when two songs play at the same time. It dry. It's like a blender in my brain. I fucking despise that feeling. Even hot, hot for teacher. Oh, <laughs> Just right God. now, and against Persona. I've you. I would count that as one and a half songs played against each other. You don't get to I'm, give hot for teacher. I'm, gonna, full I'm, gonna, I'm, being a song. I'm just gonna do slash. Okay. I'm sorry. All right, I'm done. Oh, we're talking about Persona Five. Yes, we are. Number two today, and we will we will only be going up through the next two dungeons. In this game, okay. it covers so much ground. So where we left off, yeah, uh, I believe we talked about mementos. Mm-hmm. We definitely talked about uh, Kamoshida's palace. Mm-hmm. So where we leave off is it is Joker, Ryuji, On, and Morgana. Cool. That's your crew. So I looked up the people actors who played these people, mm-hmm. and it's funny because on IMDb they are uncredited. The Americans who did it, Canadians, yeah, whoever. The Westerners who did yeah. it uh, are uncredited on IMDb. That's interesting. The Japanese pe- actors who did it, I don't know how any of this works. I don't know how any of this works. That, uh, I have no idea. So, I have absolutely no idea who voiced any of this. It was interesting. It's so funny because you and I are part of like, the comedy world and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like the whole world of anime, Japanese, video game, American people who just do voices for... Oh, animes yeah. and who just take like, over the Western market of anime. I, like I just have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. You don't have an idea who they are. Lots of people probably listen to our show might know, but they have lots of money. They have lots of money. They have lots of. They have lots of money, guys. We got to steal it, anyways. As we're talking about Persona Five today, uh, this game. How many people do you think of on podcast and people who are fans have played this? I think a lot uh, solely because we talk about it so much, and we've been getting people who are like, yo, when's the second Persona 5 episode coming out? Oh, really? Yes, we've been... Back up. Ba- back the back, fuck back up. up. You do not fuck control up. us. In fact, <laughs> just because you asked that, we're talking about Final me, Fantasy VI today. Me and my family were just trying to get to my car with my groceries, and you were bothering me, good people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can you imagine taking your family to the grocery store? What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Me and what me a nightmare. Dad, can I buy this? You can. Oh, you can. And then when he leaves, <laughs> no. Take it out of the bag. So I want to pick up yeah. this episode of Persona 5 talking about one of the most, um, I'll say, Let's do it. controversial char- characters. Or at least. Oh, okay, sure. In this game, how many controversial game? characters are there in this game? There, Let's be honest. There are many. But okay. when, I, when I talk about this character, we're talking about a character who some people I talk to and they're like, this dude creeps me the fuck out. And some people I talk to are like, this dude is the whole game as far as I'm concerned. Can we just be honest? Morgana's a problematic character. Yeah, I mean, Morgana's a fucking creep. Morgana's like, oh man, I can't wait till I get to fuck Anne. Yep. And I'm just like, why is this? This is your this is your Navi of the game. Yeah. With you. Anyone is gonna hey, 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 listen. Let's bang. Listen, hey, let's, let's fuck. have sex. Hey, let's listen. fuck. Listen. Hey, let's fuck. He's a 15-year-old boy with a cell phone. It's disgusting. Anyways, continue. But that's not who I'm talking about. Just I'm talking it. about a character who may be problematic or maybe not. We're talking about Yusuke. So do you remember how Yusuke is introduced? How is Yusuke introduced? 
Ryuji, uh, Joker, and On are on the subway. And On's like, there's this guy who keeps staring at me. And then they're on the escalator, and she's like, oh my god, I think that guy is following me. And then they get up to the top, like, on the street, and she's just waiting. And we see from Yusuke's point of view, and he reaches out his hand to grab her shoulder, and Ryuji and the Joker come into frame and like, Mm -hmm. what's your deal? And this guy's like, oh, hey, I'm Yusuke. I followed you here. She's like, you were stalking me. He's like, I wasn't stalking you. I was struck by your beauty, and I want to paint you. Everything in this game is just like, can we fuck? Everything. Everything just everything. Can we fuck? Can it, we fuck? It can helps just, to remember I'm that just, you are playing. I am this high so school sorry sophomores. that we promote this game as much as we do. <laughs> it's terrible towards women. And also terrible towards some men. It's not a it's great It's a terrible game. Why are we doing this? We love this game. We that love has problematic this game. undertones. It's very problematic. It's very problematic. So they meet Yusuke. He's like, I'm not a creep. I'm just aloof and kind of unaware socially. I I don't get who I am. And then uh, Limo pulls up and Madarame is inside. Madarame being Yusuke's art teacher. He's like, hey, this is why you got out of the car in such a hurry, which makes no sense because he was on the subway. So he got out of the car, got down into the subway. Madarame was like, I know where he'll be and drove to the next station. So creepy. So do you know who else? Do you know the game Catherine? I don't. The game Catherine's about... uh Story follows Vincent Brooks, a man who's beset by supernatural nightmares while torn between his feelings for his longtime girlfriend, Catherine, and the similarly named beauty, Catherine. You essentially do these puzzles, but you, you like, climb a woman's body. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes to positive reviews. I'm just saying, I don't know. I tried to Google this. Yeah. And I could not... This is like a thing where I have to just go find somebody, make a documentary, and explain to me <laughs> the creepiness, the the problematic. Games. We'll get to it later. I'm I'm probably being super problematic, and it's not on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's more of me trying to find an answer to something. But continue. So so we meet Madarame. We meet Yusuke. He invites the crew to an art exhibit, and what they find out is that this dude. Because they've heard his name before, Mementos, this dude has a palace. And so, like, he's distorted in some way, so we got to figure it out. He's a fucking thief. He's a fucking he's thief. He's a fucking thief. What we find out about Madarame is that he takes in young art students, Ew. steals their work, Ew. plagiarizes it as, as his own, and then kicks them to the curb with nothing and leaves them broken and unable to do art for the rest of their lives. Right. And Yusuke is the most current iteration of that. So... The problem here, and the whole plot of this, is yep. they like they need Yusuke's help in this. Otherwise, they can't get through this palace. And the only way Yusuke agrees to interact with them is if he can paint or draw on. And he wants to paint her nude. And so they have this Joey from Friends moment where, he's, where she's wearing all the clothes she has. Yeah. They're like, does Joey from Friends have a moment where he's supposed to strip? Oh, Do something he has Keith. a little... Jesse, Keith. please, in please one of inform the most... all of us of your f- friends. In one of the most famous episodes of Friends, oh. the bottle episode of Friends. Oh, a bottle episode. Where it is just them all getting ready to go out to a fancy dinner. <laughs> in fact, the Friends had a bottle episode. I know. And, oh my God, so, so much money. But the joke is that Joey will not get dressed, and Chandler is getting very mad at him. And so he's, he's like, you haven't put on any clothes. Do the opposite of that. And so Joey comes back wearing all of Chandler's clothes. 
all of them. Wow. And Keith, are you ready for the line that crushed on network television? Yes. It's Joey saying, could I be wearing any more clothes? Doing a Chandler impression. So, great moment that made millions of dollars for lots of people. <laughs> Things don't age well. Uh... I mean, that, that age is fine. It's just kind of a boring joke, but... <laughs> But so the whole purpose is finding Yusuke's backstory, getting him involved with Madarame, getting him to admit that Madarame is an abusive Who's Yusuke's parents? Does he have parents? They get to the bottom of that? So that is the whole thing about Yusuke's backstory and actually makes him a really tragic figure. Yusuke is drawn to Madarame because of this painting called the Sayuri, which is uh, which is just this woman with this like forlorn look, and there's like clouds at the bottom of it, and so you're never sure what she's looking at. Right. And Yusuke knows very little about his parents. He like has vague memories of his mother. And the thing that drives Yusuke over the edge with Madarame is when they are in his palace, Madarame explains what happened. The whole thing, they're trying to get through the security door. There's this door like it in Madarame's real-life palace. Because so what is his palace? What is his, his palace? His palace is a museum. It's a museum. But it's a collection not of the paintings he's made, but of the uh, of portraits of the so, pupils so, he's stolen so, from. So catching up to people don't understand persona. Each persona, each... Uh, not persona. Each, each palace. What are the or, bad oh, guys called? Um, is that a name? A boss. Every distorted Every person. single boss has a different palace, yeah. and it has a different representation of who they are and, and what they're doing. It's supposed to be a representation of their distorted desires and how they see the world. So, so his house is a museum, mm-hmm. and the other guy saw the school as a castle. Yeah. Got it. And so with Madarame, he sees his pupils as the artwork, because that's what he's stealing and selling. But there's this door that they can't get past in the temple, and this is the f- the first time that we are seeing um, that they introduce the mechanic of a real-world event can alter the state of the palace. So they're like, this door exists in the real world. We need to get it unlocked to get past it in in the cognitive world. And so they trick uh, Yusuke into letting them inside. They pick the lock to this door, and they find just dozens of copies of the Sayuri. And what Yusuke finds out is that Madarame has been copying this work because... It was stolen years ago, the original. And he's been copying the work and selling it as the real one on the black market for years, making tons of money off of this painting that he just keeps copying and claiming this is now the real one, this is now the real one. And that's kind of part of the story. But what we find out at the end is that what really happened was that the woman who painted the Sayuri was Yusuke's mother. And she was, you know... Madarami's pupil and he was like how do I take advantage of her I need to get her out of the picture and she had a seizure I believe in front of him and he realized he could just let her die instead of calling an ambulance and then he could have the Sayuri and all this work so he lets this woman die and then he paints over the bottom of the painting so that you can never see what she's looking at and what she's looking at in the picture is Yusuke as a baby who she's holding Mm -hmm. and so he admits to Yusuke I let your mother die so that I could steal her painting of her and you and then sell it hundreds of times over and make a fortune off of it. And then the fact that you had any art talent whatsoever was just a happy coincidence. I was keeping you close so that you would never find out the truth. And now I realize I could use you too. And that pushes Yusuke over the edge. We get his uh, his persona 
he's kind of they call him fox he's got this old school like japanese samurai style art persona which is badass huge creep goemon yeah, huge he's creep. Yusuke is a huge creep. I Yusuke can't, I, is a huge I didn't, creep. I never hung out with him once. He gave me weird-ass vibes. I, I didn't know what his deal was. I thought it was like you could date him. I thought so, too. I thought it was like at the end, I was, like, I was like, oh. a lot of people had. Is it just everybody thought he was gay or everybody something? Everybody was like, why can't you date Yusuke? And it wasn't because I thought he was gay, and that's not why I wanted to hang out. He just straight up, the vibe he gives me, I'm like, I just don't like hanging out with him. Yusuke is a character, cannot read social cues. No is insulting to everyone. Just isn't in anything I like, and he's a painter. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't give a <laughs> shit. You're not interested. You're not even interesting. And in, supposed to be like eccentric or he's, weird. He and feels he's, arrogant. He's and reserved aloof. and arrogant. Yeah. He he has no idea about like what social boundaries are. He's always like, somebody pay for my food. He's always like, pay somebody for pay my for my food. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like you. You suck. Yeah. Yeah, he just seems like a rich kid, even though he's a poor like, kid. Like, Ryuji has ADD, and I'd way rather hang out with him oh, every yeah. single time, nonstop. So that's Yusuke. Uh, I mean, great. I like his persona, and his weapon is just a katana. Like, he's a badass No, he's a badass. I like play- having him on my team, yeah. on my side. He's a badass. But he never adds anything of interest no, to me throughout the game, like, except to be a foil to Ryuji. Like, Morgana is like a screeching voice in my head. Yeah. I'd rather have him talk <laughs> so that's yusuke but let's talk about the actual palace for a second because mm-hmm. Madarame's palace is my favorite palace in the entire game is it it's just like the look of it is very cool i really dig the music it's subdued it has like that artsy feel to it and there are just certain mechanics in this palace that are fun they introduce the um they introduce the lasers you have to get by the security lasers they introduce jumping in and out of paintings. Oh, you have to see which painting is the correct painting? Yeah, you have to inhabit actual paintings and jump in and out of them. Jump in. And when we talk about out. the door that we that we unlock in the real world to get into the cognitive world, oh. it's this peacock feather adorned door. Right. And when you open it, there's like hundreds of them. And they open in rapid succession as you run through them. There's just a lot of really cool what visual What are aid. the bosses? What are like the sort of bosses you fight in this one? Uh, they're security guards and they come up as like there's the there's the paper looking dude who's whose only weakness is nuclear and nobody has nuclear at this Mm -hmm. point the kind of towering paper dude um i forget the other ones that's the big one that i remember but they're all they're all security guards i think by the time i fought paper i had a nuclear one because you told me about the personas and i think i went buck wild with trying to nice trying to make them trying to make them and stuff like that yeah one had nuclear I mean, by the by the second time I played this game, it's just like, yeah, I'm fucking everything. Everything There's doesn't matter to everybody. Uh, but yeah, it just has this cool vibe, this fun aesthetic to it, uh, which I mean makes sense. It's you know Yusuke and Madarame's story, so it's all going to be artsy and interesting. I just kind of dug, especially because it's the second palace, how very different it is from uh, Komashita's palace. Yeah, you go from this castle, very, very like brick stone everywhere to this gaudy museum where everything's glowing gold and we changed the mechanics of like oh we found a map in the castle to like oh we found a pamphlet in the museum and we yeah. start to understand at this point in the game they're going to personalize every one of these palaces as much as possible right genuinely very cool to watch mm-hmm. so the boss of Madarami's palace Madarami himself takes the form of five different paintings 
two eyes or sorry, four, two eyes, a nose and a mouth. And they all have different susceptibilities and abilities and ailments and whatnot. And you have to take the paintings down until Madarame appears and then attack him. And this, this happens is a few times. This is one of these bosses that uh, sucks. <laughs> and I mean that in a way that's you're going to die if you've never played it before. Yeah, you have to figure out the boss. You're going to die a bunch of times, which is upsetting because a lot of times you can be like, oh, I'm dying, but I can figure out a way. I can like pull out of this tailspin. And this is a character that I'm like, I got to fucking Google it. Or I got to like, I just like trial and error. I'm going to die like five times, which is always just like a bullshit. (laughs) It's a bullshit thing. By the second playthrough of this game, I one-hitted the boss. By the time you're in your (laughs) 30s and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure this out. Uh, But I liked it. I think it's a cool story. Also, like, despite Yusuke being kind of creepy... I think the actual story of Madarame is... The story is great. Yeah, his predatory nature is interesting. And, and like, having the Sayori, which then hangs in Sojiro's coffee shop afterwards for the rest of the game. And what's cool is that uh, you see Madarame's art around the city before you find out about Yusuke and Madarame and things like that. Yeah. It just makes the game so great because it's growing with you and the the, the world's changing. The seeds are everywhere. You got a cat with you who's perverted. Everyone's perverted. Why is everyone perverted everyone's perverted everyone's perverted everyone's i'm not perverted. whatever whatever this is also the first time that we get reference to another person using the metaverse yes as you as you defeat Madarame, he's like what about the this person in black and you're like qua <laughs> as if to say k and it's not a raccoon right it's not a raccoon which would be a great metaverse just enemy. a raccoon a nemesis just a raccoon going around kidnapping things and doing horrible things what are raccoon shenanigans eating food eating trash eating and, trash uh, stealing little trinkets from your home while while wearing a tiny hat and a vest always a tiny hat and vest See, that's a raccoon that's thing. on you what's with all the trinkets you got in your house huh how are why are they why do you have trinkets Listen, that stolen there's a lot of blame to go around why do i have these trinkets why are people making tiny hats and why? vests there's a lot of blame to go around. Okay, Keith. Jesse. Well, I made a game for you. You made a game for me. It's more of a Japanese game, but super important to what we're playing. Okay, because it is what it is. This is called Japan anim Japan anim anime Japan anime. Cartu- it's Japan and anime history. Uh, <laughs> this is a game where I'm going to ask you questions about anime. And you are going Keith, to I'm gonna answer get them. Every one of these incorrect. This I don't is know why I brought it up because thing about anime. you don't know anything about anime. No, uh, but anime is all around us all the time, and you and I have. I think you're taken... confusing anime with love. Oh damn it! Right, I uh, got to do a different game now. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all around us mm-hmm. constantly, right? Yeah. Do you reject it? What What happens in you? I haven't. I used to watch Sailor Moon with my yeah. sisters. Uh, and I watched. Dra- I used to watch Dragon Ball Z by myself. I yeah. liked Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I kind of watched Pokemon when I was younger. I watched kinda. some Pokemon. I kinda. I watched Death Note. Uh, I you watched, watched Death Note. I watched some of some of Death Note. I, I watched, watched Trigun. I watched Tenchi Muyo. Uh, Championship Road. Battle Angel. I would. The one that I want to watch now is Full Metal Alchemist. Ooh. But yeah, That's I my... almost never watch anime. So this is what I wanted to get to because. Uh, Whatever we'll we'll get into it and okay. then we'll talk about it. Okay. So question one: Sure. When was the first anime? Nineteen seventy-one. 
Yeah, really interesting. 1963. Oh, really? It was Astro Boy. Do you know who Astro Boy is? That I know what he looks like. You know like. what he looks like, yeah. right? The black so hair. That the, was... Like the striking so, pose. That, it's yeah, like so, Steven Universe. So, uh, so what it is, is uh, I think the first anime I read was like in 1908, and then someone was like 1936, and it was like... Yeah. So this was the first successful one. Um, okay. And question two, was the difference between anime and cartoons? I have... I, I just know the style. I don't know what the what is the is. style. It's angular. There's less. It feels like there's less animation. Like there's fewer frames of animation. So I looked this up. It is anatomy. Okay. So Japanese. So animes. Mm-hmm. I'm not is because this is this is the discussion we're having because Jesse and I aren't knowledgeable in yeah. this area basically. So they're talking about how the anatomy, how they're all humans. They mm-hmm. don't look like cartoons. Whether they're animated doesn't mean they're cartoons. You and I are like, no, they're animated, so sure. it's cartoon. And they're like, no. So <laughs> I they so this is what I'm trying to this is this is the problematic thing mm-hmm. that I'm bringing up. While okay. I'm trying not to be problematic, I'm genuine. Like I googled a We're bunch just of questions. Trying to understand. I'm trying to understand because mangas, mangas, mm-hmm. and animes. Yeah. Like, is there Hollywood simultaneously? Kind of is there porn? Porn. Yeah. So when when we talk about these things and i like again it goes into like japanese culture and that's mm-hmm. why i'm like i need to watch a doc or somebody needs yeah. to explain to me i need to learn what it is and i'm not trying to be like wow japanese people do all we it's not that at yeah. all it's me trying cuz i logically and genuinely don't understand because i'm like where japanese movies with people acted out and things like that and i'm like no the big culture in japan is animes and mangas. So when you say anatomy, what do you mean? They mean like actual humans. They have kneecaps. They have elbows. They have five feet. Like they are anime. actual humans. So, okay. so every single thing you watch, we're like, okay, yeah, but Family Guy. They're like, no, they're missing stuff. Yeah. So like those are cartoons. So an anime strives to have a representation, a representation of humans that is anatomically correct. So if you take off their pants, you see a dick. Mickey Mouse would have a dick. Donald Duck would have a dick. Okay, hold on. Let's go back a sec because All right, no, let's stay. Mickey Mouse, Can we stay where Mickey I am? Mouse I bring does. up I bring up their dicks and you want to move on. <laughs> That's not what I'm moving on. I'm <laughs> absolutely not. I'm saying right here now that Mickey Mouse does have He has a hog. hog. He's got a, a hog. Ho- he's got a girthy <laughs> hog. I'm so sorry. Uh so yeah, that's that was the difference that has been explained um it's just going to be between Western culture and American culture. And Astro Boy is the first anime that took off in America as well. Interesting. So that's why these two are it broke into conjoined of just like... But even Astro Boy doesn't look that... No, Astro Boy doesn't look... And it's but that's like, that's like the argument. Okay. And like that's the discussion. And I'm not going to negate that because... Sure. It anime is a whole yeah, it's, fucking it's culturally thing. Because it's, what we play for Persona is it's an anime. Yeah. It's what we're playing. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of your favorite games in the world. Anime is all around us. I want to talk more about it. What is commercially the most successful anime of all time? Ooh, I feel like I should know this. Um, oh, yeah. Is it Sailor Moon? No. Okay. Um, big fuck. Is it Cowboy Bebop? Nope. Okay. 
Is it is Pokemon technically? It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. All right, this there you is go. why I've like brought it up and people have said like they disagree with me. They're like Pokemon's a video game. I'm like in my head, it's always been a fucking anime. Yeah. And I'm sorry not to like swear as in like you're wrong. Like it's a I mean, fucking it's like, anime. In my head, That's I've never the... been like it's a video game. People are like no, it's like a video game. And I'm like I which. Keith, is it just everything? It's everything, but I want you to know that when people find out that we're just two straight white guys that have a video game podcast, yeah. what they've always imagined is what just happened. One of us being like, no, it's Pokemon's a fucking anime. That's all they think about that's, I when assume, they hear our show. I assume that's, and that's is all I've been brought down to. Yeah. We've, just, we've got me down to just that. It's right. disgusting. So Pokemon's uh, everything but so, the most successful But that's anime. weird. What does that mean, Pokemon? It's, <laughs> it's like... It crosses it's like a lot of boundaries. It's an entity that's weird. It's like, it's like trading cards. It's a vi- it's video games. It's movies. What's, it's TV what's the shows. most successful movie of all time? Disney. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's not a thing. I get you. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because Pokemon, I don't. It's like it's when Nintendo stock shot up like crazy and Pokemon Go came out. And yeah. Nintendo's like, we're not actually part of them. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't that's talk. Sh- we're getting up. money. We're getting money. Shut up. Uh, next question. question. Name five characters from Sailor Moon. Um, Sailor Mercury. Mm-hmm. Sailor Venus. Mm-hmm. Sailor Mars. Mm-hmm. Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> Sailor Saturn. Yes. Did I get it? Yes. I'm awesome. I'm fucking awesome. I've seen one episode of that show when I was like 11 years old. Uh, I'm fucking awesome, and nobody can take this I away from me I want to know ever. if you just had any other one just ready to go. No. Tuxedo mask. Is that is that real, or are you no, making remember fun I of told, it? No, because in Persona, I was like, he looks like this guy who wears a tuxedo, and he has a mask, and he's on Sailor Moon. And one of my fans is like, tuxedo mask. And I'm like, oh. Oh, that's a, that's that's a, a boring name. That's a terrible name. That's a terrible that is the thing a lot of i feel like a lot of anime <laughs> characters get passes in the western world for having yeah. lazy names like pokemon is so original it's pocket monster i don't the pokemon was made i don't know who pointed that at me the pokemon was made by a woman but still had kind tons of pervy stuff yeah in it i don't know i don't know i don't know also hey man sailor men moon don't, men don't have uh, a patent on perviness they don't have <laughs> they don't have a monopoly on being a perv I've been I've been groped Wait, by enough women want, in comedy studios let's, to let's know that. Let's talk about that. God, we are just throwing rocks at everything right yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> who's more perverted? <laughs> Yusuke. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Oh god. I'm or sorry. Morgana? No. Sojiro? I mean, no. fuck. Who Yusuke or the woman who wrote Twilight? Oh. Who's what's we what? Wait, Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey? No. No. <laughs> the one woman, you turn into werewolves the woman who and wrote vampires. The entire series. And you just about young people fucking. The woman and they're going to have vampire Keith. babies. The woman who wrote an entire series about statutory rape is definitely more pervy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, ask me more about anime that I can Name answer amazingly. five animes, which I think you could do. Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, Championship Road, I'll count Pokemon, I'll go Death Note. There you go. There you go. How many animes exist? I'm going to say 800. Thousand. 800. Th- <laughs> How many exist? 11,000. 11,000. 11,000. very close. Animes very close. exist. And for me to bring that up, I wanted to compare because I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of... 
It's a lot of anime. It's a ton. That is a ton of different cell shading yep. or just all the different ways to make it. And I wanted to compare it. 2018, America aired about 500 original shows. Oh, man. And uh, 450 of them were starring people who got the show because they were famous for better shows that existed in the past. <laughs> we and all got, got canceled. They all got canceled. Uh, what is Naruto? Naruto. Naruto is an anime that is considered very high art by anime fans and they will argue is like the standard of anime do you know what the story is nope (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea either Uh, it follows uh, a boy essentially young ninja seeks to recognition from his peers and dreams becoming Hakage the leader of his village Mm -hmm. that is the story okay Uh, and it what year did it come out? 1992. 1997. Very close. <laughs> that was closer than I thought. Like, for just pulling that out of my ass, I'm pretty impressed. That's what's so funny is I was really into Dragon Ball Z and not realizing that the shit went back way far oh, yeah. before I was born. Yeah. Uh, next question. Which country banned certain animes? You know what? Hmm. Japan. China. Oh. China did not like certain animes for reasons of just... Uh, Cultish. I was going to say, did it talk about the government doing bad Basically things? Basically, that yep. sort of stuff. Propaganda uh, them. Which famous anime has the biggest following in the world? Is it not Dragon Ball Z? It is Dragon Ball yes. Z. has the biggest <laughs> I can't following believe I'm getting these. in the world. And I've brought up before, uh, Dragon Ball Z ruined Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Me. It's the same, same, same exact, same exact thing. Uh, which is fun. We were talking about this. No one's watching or doing anything. Have you watched like all the ratings for everything? No. Like nobody's watching. It's the worst rated NBA finals in history. Yeah. It's the worst rated NHL series. Like by far the least watched Walking Dead finale yeah. in history and all the stuff. And I'm like, is everyone just binging shows they already watch? You think yeah. people are just kind of fucking around on video? Like, what do you think? Every- I think everybody is seeking comfort, and as such, they're not taking in much new uh, media. Like, nobody just can't, just whatever it is, just like, we don't, whatever, we don't care. No. That's what I just, it's the, it's so, it's so it's interesting. interesting and sad. Uh, what is considered the highest rated anime of all time? The What is considered the highest rated? Mm-hmm. This is like, which one's the Godfather? Because there's oh, people who are like, fuck. this is the most popular, mm-hmm. we love this, this is whatever it says is the best one, but which is like the highest rate. I have no idea. It is Full Metal Alchemist. Is it really? Full Metal Alchemist is like considered IMDB, like all across the board, everyone's like, this is the best. That is interesting. One, but it's like anything, right? Like The Godfather, people are like, oh, that's like considered, everyone says that's the best movie. Yeah. But really, like, people rather go watch Avatar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gross. <laughs> uh, name five characters from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Bald green guy. No. Bald purple guy. You can name one. I. You can't name the main character. Wait. Wait. Uh. 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 uh Kuma. No. Kuma. Okay. That is from Street Fighter. Yep. Uh. So. Starts with a G. Uh. You. Oh. oh. You had it. Oh. You had it. It's gore. Uh, no. Not gore. No. Go. Uh. Goku. Goku. It's Goku. Okay. Four more. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Goku. There's his nemesis. What's his wait, nemesis? Wait, 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 wait. I got this now. Okay. Goku. Yeah. Bald green guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bald purple guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat squid dude. 
Diaper Man. You named the same person four times. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you old speak? man with sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> Who is his nemesis? Do you've heard his name? Probably. Sounds like Vegemite. Oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, see? <laughs> fuck. Something Mon? Is it? Like, it's not Vegemon? <laughs> Vegemite. Come on. Uh, Vegemite. Okay, Nutella. Vegemite Nutella. Vegasaurus Rex. Veg and the Jets. Sounds like a bad restaurant name. Uh, Veg Applebee's. Yeah, it's something an Australian would say as a slur to somebody they don't like that eats vegetables. Uh, Vegeta. Vegeta. I'm sorry, that oh. might have not been accurate, but I was trying to figure out. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. I don't know. Three more, Jesse. What? How? I'm trying. Bald green guy. You've heard his name. Have I? Yes. Oh. Starts with a P. Parthenon. Parniferous. What was the alien movie? Uh, Persimmons. Uh, people talk about him on our podcast. People have come on and said his name. That's where I know. Pass. P-I-C. P-I-C. Pick a? Piccadillo. Piccolo. Pick, pick, you could, it's just an instrument Piccolo. name. Piccolo. It's just an instrument yeah, name. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. And then the uh, the guy that you named four times is Majin Buu, because okay. he actually changes four times, so it's hilarious that you said that. <laughs> he does. You're like, Fuck You're that. like, fat guy. In a diaper. Skinny guy in a diaper. The guy that turns into a tentacle, but he's also in a diaper. I'm like, that's the same guy. <laughs> I fucking hate this. Old guy in sunglasses. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Master Yoshi. That feels lazy, <laughs> if I'm being I know. honest. Also, the most perverted. Of course. The most perverted. Of course. That's why this has been anime, Jap- Japan, J- Jim, Japan, Japan, anime. anime history. bottom of it and i don't want to be problematic but i just kind of want to know what the deal yeah. is because there's a lot of weird problematic crossovers it just, it just seeps into a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and i i don't know what it is i'm not trying it's i'm not trying to be this guy of being like don't show sexuality yeah you know what i mean but there is a but, point where it's like the sexuality you're showing is a damaging one to certain demographics. Right. It's not like Lady Ong comes out and is like, look at me in a powerful way. Yeah, or no, something she's like, being objectified. It's like constantly. everyone being like, hey, do you have a boyfriend? Hey, do you want to fuck? Hey, yeah. what's your deal? Like, hey, what which do is do with this character? Which is what everybody does with Tifa in the Final Fantasy VII Right. Which She's just like, is it almost expected? Is this something that is just accepting this is what you do yeah is this what you have to have in it in this game in is this it like what we whatever. have to do in certain video games in certain genres it's just weird i don't whatever i'm not trying to say all anime because it's not yeah. in every anime it's not like constantly in your face or whatever but i'm just saying 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a pattern. It is. I see but it. We don't know. And I don't know how and I don't know what to Google because I try Googling things and the Google questions were like, what do you want? What yeah. do you want to know? What are you getting at? What are you trying to, what get? You trying what are you trying to, trying to say? say? And I'm like, nah, I'm trying to say anything. Well then Keith, let's move on to the next character who we get introduced to in Persona Five because doom, doom, this doom. is one of the few female characters in the game who is not sexualized. Like, at even though all. you can totally sexualize her, you can sexualize any person yeah, or you thing can in this world if you with this really person. want to. How old is this person? Like fourteen? She's a year older than every other character. Wait, who is this? We're talking. Oh, about, my bad. We are talking about Makoto my bad. Nijima. My bad. My bad. I'm not talking about the future one. Yeah. that's disgusting. So all the stuff that's <laughs> happening. Yeah, exactly. All the stuff that's happening in Persona 5 outside of the palaces is the world's becoming aware of the Phantom Thieves. Yeah. Goro Akechi, the boy detective, is on TV talking about them. <laughs> we see he we see him working with Sai Nijima, the prosecutor. <laughs> We're There's a Doogie Hauser situation yeah, going it's, on it's in v- Japan, everybody. Douchey Doogie Hauser, who I love being mean to every time I play the game. And Everybody is starting to get worried about what's happening at, at Shujin Academy and at Shibuya Crossing, which is kids are getting roped into this scam and getting taken for all their money by this gang. The principal sets the student body president, Makoto Nijima, on it to be like, figure this out. Also, figure out who the Phantom Thieves are. And so here's this little fucking narc that wanders into your world, and she knows you're the Phantom Thieves, but she has no proof of it. And she wants to take down this gangster who's swindling people for money. And she becomes a member of the Phantom Thieves by just walking into this dude Kanashiro's, like, his headquarters and getting herself blackmailed along with the rest of the Phantom Thieves. And now you all have to stop this gangster from blackmailing you and ruining your lives forever. And this is the first time it goes from, like, we're taking on a pervert and a douchebag we're taking on a rich plagiarist. Now we're taking on a dude who could kill us. And so the game takes this turn to like, oh, it feels like a more real danger is on the way. And we get introduced to Makoto and her persona, which is a transformer. Yeah. It's a transformer, It's a motorcycle. Right? It's a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle. So Kaneshiro's deal is he's a gangster and his palace is a bank. And I'm going to say this right off the bat. Kaneshiro's palace is the most boring palace in the entire. It's game. monotonous. It's boring. It's, it's a bank. It's a, it's a bank. bank. It's the characters are fine, but it's really like kind of a palace that you're like, all right, let's get this shit. Yeah, over let's with. get past this because Kaneshiro is really used to cement a few things. Um, that Makoto is like, I'm here. I'm all about justice. This is my relationship with my sister. This is my relationship with my deceased father. We're both kind of traumatized by him dying on the force. We both want to be like prosecutors or officers. And also more talk about this person in black who's coming into the metaverse and also using it for their own. This palace is completely forgettable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makoto's a fun character. This I, is like this is normally in the game when I replay it, then I'm like, I don't, you're like, yeah, I don't want to play it. I don't <laughs> I don't want to go through this. The only new mechanic that gets introduced is security cameras, and I'm like, that's weak. Yeah, it's, it's just not the fun. battles. It's like the security in this game was never ever an issue. It was yeah. never for I don't know if it was too easy or I took it super seriously because I never feel like I did or I don't know what it was. What the you said the security? Like I never felt like 
security cameras, this, oh, that, yeah. ever was an issue for me ever. And I was like, yeah, no, I was, I was very careful. I did everything very much, uh, like, uh, everything was deliberate, right? Paced for me. Like, I was like, no, I'm gonna, it, I'm trying to be as efficient as I can with everything I do in this game. So it's like, as few days in the palace as I can, so that I can build up all my confidant levels outside of it. But yeah, this palace is just like, it's not that it's hard. It definitely takes a few days on the first playthrough, uh, and it, there are there are times where I was like, I can't get past this one part without leaving. I don't want to leave the the palace when I know that I'm like three fights away from getting to the treasure. So, yeah, it's not. It's just it's not that memorable. Mm. The the final portion of it where the the main vault is one huge lock is like cool to see, but the way you maneuver it is kind of just still same old. Same over old. and over and over and over yeah. and over. And then I think it's because it's also boring is because there's no story to unravel. Yeah. It's just this dude sucks and he takes he everybody's money. And you're like, okay, and that's kind of it. And then you yeah. just have to go through this whole fucking palace yeah. solving these puzzles and they're fine and you kind of just don't care. The best palaces in this game. This is when the game is good because it's like, I don't want to play this. I want to go hang out with my friends yeah. and shit. But the best palaces in this game involve a very real backstory for their characters that make them either horrible and gross or interesting and evil. Like They have to be more nuanced than Kaneshiro's who at the end turns into a fly inside a giant concrete piggy bank and he starts affecting like all of this hip hop culture when he talks and it's really fucking weird. It's really uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. just like, this is the most loser-ish guy in the entire game. Yeah. And you just squash him and get out. But that's fine. We're really just building towards building the greater sense of the world of what's happening with uh, the Phantom Thieves but what on happens a global to him level. At the end? Nothing. I thought he gets... Nope. nope. You're thinking of a guy it's later next. on. Okay. Uh, That's how forgettable this is. Yeah. Kaneshiro just like, kind of Wasn't it important? And you're like, no, Keith. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing really <laughs> happening with Kaneshiro. Uh, but at this point in the game, we, be we begin to get a sense of a much larger thing playing out above us. Because we've got... Principal is always on the phone with the head of, like, what is essentially Japanese FBI... And he's in charge of Sinejima, and he's always talking to somebody on the phone. Like, you're feeling some kind of conspiracy going up the ladder in the chain of command. We're seeing it influence all of these people who, uh, who, whose hearts we're stealing. We're getting a broader sense of the world as more confidence become, uh, become available. Uh, we're meeting more people outside in the real world. We're, we're starting to meet the reporter who tries to interview us when we're outside Madarame's palace or his, his, his house. We're starting to meet the teacher and what her deal is outside of school. We'll talk about that more later, but we're getting a broader scope of what this world is. But Keith, mm -hmm. I made a game for you. Let's do it. And it's time for round two. Mm-hmm. Name this persona I just invented, part two. This time, it's Persona L. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So, just a reminder, before personas get actual names in the game, they have weird shrouded fake names like the, uh, like the Distorted King of Desire or whatever. And so I'm going to give you a persona that I made up, describe it to you, and you have to give me that version of their name. Okay. All right. You ready? Do it. Number one, a goth teenager with a phone for a face that constantly d displays reminders to, quote, eat your dang mush. 
goth teenager phone, constant reminders to eat your dang mush. So a goth teenager's phone. Yeah, but it's her her face is her phone. Her face is her phone. So she just got a giant phone for her face, and it keeps just flashing each reminder, 11 a.m., eat like your goth. dang mush. Yep. Okay. So she's wearing all black. There's probably black lipstick on the phone. You know what I mean? It's probably like... I know, I'm trying to... Uh, she's probably wearing lace gloves. Hot Thopic. <laughs> Is that okay? I think you just beat the game. Hot Thopic. Yeah, you win. Yeah, thank you. Number two. A two-person horse costume that splits in half and turns out to be filled with eels all wearing birthday hats. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. This one I could legitimately see being in this game. Yeah. Two-person horse costume that splits in half Ew. and turns out to be filled with eels wearing birthday hats. But, I mean, hats. how do you split it? Why? Does it just keep splitting in half in front of you? What do you mean it's... Yeah, I mean, like, when, you, when you're in a two-person horse costume, there's a split in the middle... And you just detach, and that's all they do. They uh, detach, and they're like checking in on each other on your half. Do they fall out of it? One does, and then it slithers its way back in. Ew. But they're all happy-looking eels wearing party hats. Sinatas. <laughs> yeah, sure. A sinata? Sinata. Sinata. It's, it's a sinful pinata. Yeah, yeah. This is, ew, God. I like it. Number three, two refrigerators with arms and legs just viciously making out with each other until the door on one opens and a bunch of craft singles fall out, ruining the mood. <laughs> Who? How does it ruin? Are they, like, arguing or what's going no, on? No, it just falls out and they both stare at it. And they're both kind of grossed out by it and like, maybe I'll call you later. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. This is hard to give these things names. This is actions. Yeah. These are like movies I'm naming. But again, try to remember the original persona's names. I'm trying. Like, I'm thinking towards Pixie. Can you give me a couple names to remind me? Hold on. Let me look this up. So we've got things like uh, Menacing Owl Man, Mad Marsh Horse, Troublesome Maid, Brutal Cavalry Man, Apprentice in a Jug, Dirty Two-Horned Beast, Gallows Flower, Zealous okay. Messenger. All right. So those aren't very creative. Um, Girl of the Hanging Tree. Boo. Sound like tarot cards. They do. Um, so you said two refrigerators making out and the craft singles comes out of them and then it's awkward. Well, what I said was two refrigerators with arms I and apologize. legs just viciously making out with each I, other until I the door and one apologize. opens and craft singles fall out and ruin the mood. Okay, so that's... Okay, so now what? That's good. Queso, now, <laughs> now what? what? That's very good. This I'm is impressed. so stupid. I'm impressed by that. <laughs> All right, number four. A Lamborghini that comes to a screeching halt in front of you as 14 cats in boy band attire. <laughs> Climb out and pose on the hood. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, my God. Carol, I can picture Caroline just screaming and jumping yeah. the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. The best thing ever happened ever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a name for this. <laughs> a Lamborghini that comes to a screeching halt in front of you as 14 cats in a boy band attire <laughs> climb out and po pose on the hood. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> I like that. Like, oh man! All oh, right, so number horrible. number five. 
Cupid, but he has a gun. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just Cupid, but he has a gun. So when he shoots you... He kills you. You're just dead, right? You're just dead. Well, like for a split moment, you you're fall in, in love with you're something. You're in love for half, for half, for a, half a millisecond, and yeah. then you're dead. And you're dead. Well, at least you'll feel a little happy. Mm-hmm. It's just Cupid with a gun. That's the, That's the name of it. Cupid with After you gun. told me their names, I mean, they're just pretty obvious. That's fair. Cupid with a gun. Number six, a candle with no face, but still wearing a ton of makeup, and it keeps melting <laughs> to reveal... To reveal that its wax has been filled with bees that are now flying away. <laughs> it's wearing make. So is it just like lipstick? Yeah, there's just and there's lipstick no and line, blush and there's eyeliner. No line, right? No. There's no lip line. It's there's just, just lipstick. Splotches of colors. And what about bees? Oh, as it melts, it uh, you find out that there were bees trapped in its wax, and they were flying away. Joan Rivers. I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care. Joan Rivers. Number seven, a bidet that keeps screaming, I need your asshole. <laughs> I forgot that one was in there. This was in the first palace yeah. in Persona 5. Um, I need your asshole. It screams it. Like it's <laughs> it's horrifying. Like it is so loud. Somebody opening the door hears that and just shuts the door very. Slow. You don't need to open the door to hear oh it. You can hear God. it in the next apartment that building. That is so fucking funny <laughs> and horrifying and, and it funny. It emphasizes the word need so hard. Oh man, it's a bidet. This is horrifying. Uh. I can't. This is literally. I don't. My brain is shutting down for would this it, one. Would it help if I read it again? Sure. A bidet that keeps screaming, "I need your asshole." <laughs> Does uh, that help at all? Frasier's on. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to re. I just had to bounce back with my own nonsense. I think you're good. Number eight, two naked men conjoined at the face, beating the shit out of each other with signs that read green and lighter green, respectively. <laughs> Jesus Christ. These are like nightmares. Yeah, that, it's, they're, they're shadows. They're, they're personas. I just would just laugh and laugh and just go crazy from what I'm looking yeah. at, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would decapitate yourself slowly with a butter knife as you were screaming in absolute pleasure. That's what these would do to you. Oh, man. Um, Two naked men yeah, conjoined you, at the know. face, beating the absolute shit out of each other with signs that Jesse, read green I and want you to green. take these things and use them in psychiatry and mm-hmm. be like, what do you see? And they're like, a green man and a oh, lighter Keith. green man beating the shit out of each other. And you're like... So that's what you see. That's, <laughs> like just do, do you want to know how I, come out with, how I come up with these? What? I look at one single Rorschach inkblot. No. And then I just look at it 10 times. No. No, of course not. That'd be preposterous. That's, that's hilarious, because if that is what you see. Uh, oh, my God. Um, uh, this is these. This is literally two. This is two fans from the Vancouver Canucks. Nice. Number nine. Sammy doesn't know hockey. There's these two green men who sit by the penalty box. Yeah, and they just. And they just bother. Harass people. Harass the other team. Number nine, a bunch of snakes playing musical chairs, but when the music stops, they each slowly stop and ingest a single chair. 
Okay. Um, if you're not laughing, you're not picturing that one. Picture the music stops and these snakes slowly all unhinge their jaws, except for one that's left out with no chair to ingest. Picture how sad that snake is not ingesting a chair. <laughs> Keith is struggling with this one, and I'm enjoying it so much. There's nothing I can do with There's no snake terms I can think of. I can get this going. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of snakes. Yes. Playing musical chairs. Yeah. But when the music stops, they each slowly ingest a chair. Home creepo. I'm into it. That's fine. I'm sorry, everybody. I started I was, out strong. These are getting so crazy. There's only one more. Do it. Uh, by the way, I was thinking hissing the night away. Hissing right. the night Number 10, away. an alligator in a prom dress that burps out Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. I have a horrible one for this, too. Do yours, and I won't, I won't think one. Gator done. Gator done. <laughs> That's Coughs my horrible pun. up Bed those, Bath & Beyond. Those 20% off Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. The ones you get in the mail eight at a time. I got no funny things to say about crocodiles. They scare me, and they're yeah. dinosaurs. And something I could work that in with Bed Bath & Beyond, but I'm not there yet, guys. My brain hasn't connected dinosaurs, crocodiles, and a Bed Bath & Beyond pun. I mean, um, prom dress. Prom, prom dress. Prom dress. It's wearing a prom dress. What is? The alligator. Alligators wearing a prom dress? Alligator in a prom dress that burps out Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. I missed the prom dress completely. I'm I'm ashamed. It's, um, it's important. It's very important. Mercedes. We did it. Uh, Mercedes, this has been... Name this Persona I just invented part two. This time it's Persona L. See, this game is... I love all the Personas. I love all the stuff. What becomes i don't know how to describe it does it ever become like monotonous if you beat the palaces too early because well, like a little bit out, you run out of stuff to do because there is a plateau yeah in every every chapter there's like a plateau right it's hard because you kind of have to start picking and choosing which confidants you're going to worry about right and then once you have that there's a point at the end of the game where it's like, well, I can only get, you know, this many up to 10. If I introduce this new confidant, it'll be a waste of time. But then there are only certain days where confidants are available. Like, it is it is a game that, again, on its loading screen, it reminds you, take your time. Right. Because this whole game is pacing and time management. It's kind of crazy. Right. But when you blow through a palace and you hit that plateau, you're like, I guess I can work on my social uh, my social skills so I can get, you know, proficiency or guts up or whatever. I just always go watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> or go study or Yeah, I go read or something, go have a meal that and bumps up my kindness. Mm -hmm. There's just so much to do the first playthrough. And there's so much to do the second playthrough. But that third playthrough... There's still so much there's to so do. There's so much to do. It's an insane game with so much going on. Are you going to play four? Yeah. Are you going to play three? I, I want to play all of them now. Um, but yeah, so where we leave off on Persona 5 on this one is Kaneshiro's been downed. Makoto's part of, your part of your group now. So you've got a bigger group that you can swap people in and out of. Mementos is still a thing. We're finding out that it unlocks regions further and further. We're doing all the Mementos requests. More confidants. And the Phantom Thieves are becoming national news, which shines a spotlight on them, with, which makes what they're doing a lot more dangerous. 
So it's interesting. It's fun to watch. Yeah. And I'm, I'm way into it at this point. Plus, I fucking love Makoto's character. Makoto's a great character. Right? Yeah. Something about, like, there, there's this large act of rebellion in her of just, like, the principal's telling me what to do. My sister's telling me what to do. Everybody's telling me what to do. And she's like, fuck it. I'm not doing any of it. I'm joining the other side. While simultaneously still still does yeah, it. Yeah, still doing like still the... Doing she basically stuff. acts as the double agent for the entire game. It's pretty fun. I like it. I like it. Keith, I have a final five for you. Let's do it. Number one. Yeah. And these are all Persona related. What? Yeah. Okay. Number one, if you were a Persona, what would you look like in game? So you were like the shadow they called upon. Probably like lots and lots of uh, questioning if I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this okay, Persona? Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. I, what I would probably if is it like that's what I'm trying to think. Is it just me or can I turn into anything? You can turn into anything. Turn into anything? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! It's your shadow. It's not you. So still me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I keep asking if this is going okay. I'm in yeah. my I'm in my basketball shorts. Sure. I'm in my Vans. Mm-hmm. It's just you, and you're just hitting just the hitting. other shadow, and then you're turning around to Joker and being like. Was that all right? Was that okay? Was that okay? Is that what you wanted me to do? You always have this speech bubble that's just like question. <laughs> yeah, so it'd just be it would just be me normal. All right, number two, if you were a persona villain, what form would your palace take? Okay, so this is what's hard because it's really hard for me to be narcissistic, mm-hmm. but every single one of my minions would be Aristotle. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh my god. And I god, would just be so bossing funny. them all around. I love that. Specifically just being like, what do you, what do you think, Aristotle? And the moment he opens his mouth, the moment I have all the other Aristotles attack that Aristotle. Because yeah. I know what's more horrifying than any of Aristotle's worst nightmares are is himself in army form attacking himself. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man! But then I wouldn't even know. What would my bosses be? What would my bosses be? What would your palace be? You haven't even answered the question. I am competing against penises and banks. I already lost. Your palace. Pick a location. Pass. No. Uh, That's what I'm trying to say. Is I'm trying to be narcissistic as possible. But also, what's fun for somebody to beat me in? Keith, a hockey rink. I know, but that's too on the nose. It's a museum for an artist. But there's not, there's no maze to it. It's a giant open space. There's nothing to hide yourself in. There's no story. I got to think of a story. I got to think of an unraveling. Something about my parents are dead or whatever, and that's why I'm sad. That's always what the gold is. Yeah. Is that where the gold is? Where they're sad. It's just where Where they're sad. sad. So what, an ice rink, and my dad got hit in the head with a slap shot, but that's actually the plot story to Happy Gilmore, so I'm not going to take that. Sure. So... That's why I stuck with, let's make jokes about Aristotle being my minions. That's fair. Um, It's NORAD. You're back in Colorado. Oh, NORAD. And that explains the army thing with Aristotle. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I don't even have a visual what that's even like. You're just whatever NORAD army base. in In the scariest base of all time. Yeah. I wonder if it's still like the furniture sucks in there. I'm sure. Like some of the 90s or 80s. Number three, if you had the ability to negotiate with anything in real life, what would you ask for? An item, money, or power? 
You get that persona negotiation ability, and you can only ask for one. Which one are you constantly asking for? What are the three options? Items, money, or power. So just m- money, right? I guess. What's power? I don't want fucking power. <laughs> that means like responsibility and judgments and could, comments. No, and- you could walk up to LeBron James and be like, lend me your power. And then you could be the best basketball player in the league. Pass. Money. Money. Pass. Because right. every... You know what's going to happen? I get LeBron's fucking ability. You're going to try to earn money. No. It's people are going to be like, where were you on the block, Keith? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck you. This sucks. He's like, I know. I know. <laughs> Number <laughs> the four. The pressure of you got to win every year sucks, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Number four. What shitty part-time job should your character be allowed to have in Persona 5? What shitty job should you be allowed to do? Yeah. Be the quarter dude at the arcade. <laughs> but I wonder if Japan culture for arcades are different because they just seem more respectful of mm-hmm. their space and everything. Yeah. Because when I picture Western video game Western quarter arcades, guides, it's terrible. Oh. Yeah, I feel bad for them. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Poor guy. All right, number five, last one. What food in this game do you most want to eat? I, the curry. Yes. Because every time, they're like, this is the best curry in the world. You go get sushi and go, yeah, that's that was sushi. Or, yeah, that was a burger. But, like, the curry, everyone's like, this curry's stupid good. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel about the combo of coffee and curry. That sounds right. gross well, and weird well, to me and tons that. of acidity. It's Japanese curry, so it's sweeter, right? Yes, but I don't know what it is about it with rice and curry yeah i don't see with coffee coffee. i don't know but that's me that's me i'm gross i'm weird i see it mixing with tea pretty well what i see it mixing with tea pretty well. yeah i can see that with tea light an iced tea i just think it's i don't that's me that's me i'm weird i'm weird this has been final five you done did it you done did it guys what what is there to else to say about persona five part two (laughs) (laughs) nothing that we couldn't say in persona five part three because what's the the next temple Quote unquote temple, right? Person I'm thinking of? Yes. The next palace. That one's, which is, isn't a palace, right? It is a palace. It is and it isn't. It is one of my favorite parts of the entire That's what I'm game. saying. It's like the next part is like my one of my favorite parts of the whole game. Yeah. So interesting. Worth, I'm, I, I love that. We'll get way into that. Um, but yeah, we're slowly going through it. You're getting it. If you haven't played it, check it the fuck out because I think it's on PlayStation Classics now. For we're like not. We're months. not even halfway through. Right? We're not. Yeah, see, we got. It's a long. This is long. This is a whole thing. I'm gonna have to keep doing this. This one game that I've been doing the whole time, and I'm totally fine with it because it's very fun to write these made-up the names. Oh my god, so fun. Okay, so fun for me. Okay, I apologize for not having a final five. You were great. Okay, you're fucking great. Fine. All right. Reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewPlayerPod and rate us, review us five stars wherever you're listening to this podcast. And an update, we said that we'd raise nearly $4,000 the other day What's from our game What's the real night. number? Almost 7000 What happened? Just more donations what happened, came in Chris? from the game night. What happened? Where'd that all we, show up from, huh? We raised, with the help of Sister District, we raised almost $7,000 from our game night last week. Yeah. So thank you to so, everybody. So we apologize for making that joke about a down payment on a 2001 six Jetta. Now we could put a down payment on an Acura. Yeah. Now so we could suck on that. Now we could put a down payment on a 2008 <laughs> Nissan. <laughs> that's so much money for a local election. So thanks to everybody. So who honestly, it's like that's huge. That's fucking yeah. huge. Thank you. And everybody uh, since you know the election's coming up, 
register to vote if it, you haven't. Yesterday was the last can. day for people to vote in a lot of states. Yeah, in a lot so of states. Please but make sure you're aware of it. Register. If, if you're voting by mail, make sure you're following directions exactly. Uh, just make sure you're being safe with your vote and go out and vote. Please vote. Uh, otherwise, let's get out of here. Let's leave. Keith. Jesse. This is New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye. Vegeta. Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that oh. might have not been accurate, but I was.